And in first place, half the man that he used to be, Mr. Adam Woods. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening to everyone listening. My name is Dr. Adam Woods, and you're listening to The Real Transformation Podcast. I'm sure like many of you, my life has been filled with some really interesting transitions and transformations. I was a professional actor, a military officer, and ultimately I studied both family practice and psychiatry and became a physician largely inspired by many of the things I experienced due to the war in Iraq and Afghanistan. My biggest and most rewarding transformation, however, happened over the last year and a half. I lost about 120 pounds, won a transformation bodybuilding show, became a competitive strength athlete, and improved not only my physical health, but my entire outlook on life. So, how did I do it? Well, that's a long story, so stay tuned. Now, besides my medical practice, I've made it my mission to help others transform their own health, fitness, lifestyle, and motivate them to follow their dreams, whatever those may be. So in this podcast, we will talk about how I made my own transformation and topics that interest me, obviously, but ultimately, I want the content to belong to you. So please get in touch with me and ask questions, share your own stories, hopes, fears, and desires, whatever's on your mind that you would like to change to transform your own life. No BS, just reliable, ethical, accurate, and logical information and guidance. This is The Real Transformation Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to The Real Transformation Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Adam Woods. Thank you so much for tuning back in. It is Friday, the 4th of January when we're recording this, so I hope you all had a great holiday season, whatever holidays you celebrate, and that you're all having a great new year so far. So uh, whatever your goals are or resolutions, I know some people get triggered by that term resolution, so whatever you wanna call it, whether it's pursuing the goals that you've been setting up by listening to me, or the resolutions that you have to uh, improve yourself in 2019. I hope those are going great so far, but if they're not, uh, you've come to the right place and you're listening to the right podcast. I wanna tell you once again how to get in touch with me. So email's great, adamwoodsmd at gmail.com. Uh, Instagram, please follow me there, at uh, adamwoodsmd. Um, our YouTube channel is gonna be rolling really, really soon. Our website's going up really, really soon. Uh, it's gonna be great. Please follow along, send me your questions, send me your comments. Tell me what kind of uh, topics you wanna hear covered. Uh, absolutely, this is your forum as well as mine. I wanna start out by doing something kind of fun. I think I'm gonna do this for uh, every podcast for a while. Uh, I'm a big trivia nerd. Sorry, YouTubers, I got a little close to uh, the camera on that one. And I got a, a calendar for Christmas that's called Fact or Crap. And it's got uh, these little sort of trivia things on them that look like uh, they might be plausible, but then you don't find out until later whether they're true or not. So I love stuff like that. So I thought I would share some of the cool ones with you. So here was one uh, from this week that I thought was kind of neat. So here we go. Sushi is a popular style of food preparation that means raw fish in Japanese. So what do you think? Do you think that that's true, uh, a fact, or do you think it's false or crap? So once again, sushi, uh, means raw fish in Japanese. Fact or crap? Well, if you want to find out the answer, you got to wait to the end of the podcast, but I thought that would be uh, kind of a fun thing to do. So a quick review of our last podcast. We spent a lot of time, so much time, that I actually got um, nipped at a little bit by my podcast people. 
uh, for going a little bit too long. We talked about busting excuses and kind of identifying what's an excuse versus an actual thing and then how to get around some of that. And then also we talked briefly about media and social media and in-person influences and how you can kind of um, get caught up in those and how some are more helpful than others. So I hope you've had a chance as you've been preparing for your own transformations, whatever they may be, and working on your goals and building your support system and all the things we talked about, collecting your data, uh, that you've been looking at what are excuses versus not, what are some ways I might identify and get around the excuses when they pop up or learn to work with them. And you've been thinking about your influences, whether it's in person or media or social media or whatever it's gonna be and how you're gonna wind up uh, getting around that. Today, we're gonna get a little bit into uh, something else, but I think it's just so important. It's really been on my mind recently this entire podcast is going to be what I'm going to call loving the journey. And there are so many cliches about loving the journey, but like all cliches, they're rooted in truth and they're cliches for a reason. So pick your favorite cliche about loving the journey. Uh, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Uh, it's not about if you win or lose. It's how you play the game. Uh, stop and smell the roses. All of those kind of things. They're all about not focusing so much on the destination that you miss the journey to get there. Because the truth of the matter is that in virtually everything in life, the journey is so much more of the time that we put into anything versus the destination that if you're not enjoying the journey and liking the journey, let's say most of the time, you're not going to like every piece of it, let's be honest. But um, most of the time, you're really kind of missing out. So I mentioned in the last podcast that in my younger years, I was a professional actor. And uh, before we had our daughter, I used to do a lot of community theater. And I remember several of my professors and then some of the best professional actors I ever worked with talked a lot about loving rehearsal. And if you've ever done a play or a musical or a dance recital, something like that, we're all looking forward to the show, right? And we all love to be on stage and get the applause and those kind of things, but you really have to learn to love rehearsal where you try different things and you dig into your character and you figure out who that character is and that's where the fun really is and you spend so much more time in rehearsal than you do in performance that you've really gotta love that rehearsal process. Another example is gonna be like if you do weight training like I do. You know, uh, if you're gonna compete on stage or in a powerlifting meet or an Olympic lifting meet, a CrossFit Games, you're gonna spend so much more time training than you are competing that if you don't at least learn to love the process a little bit, uh, you're just never gonna make it because it's not worth it. In the end, if you just hate every minute of it, you're probably not gonna do it. And that really, really applies to whatever your transformation might be. Uh, obviously, if it's dieting, you're gonna spend so much more time in the process of losing weight and burning fat than you are being at whatever level you wanna to get to. If it's building strength, same thing. If it's a business, you know, you're always gonna be building your business, but uh, even if you do get to the level of where you wanna be, you really want to enjoy that journey because once it's over, it's over. Think about raising kids, those of you that have kids. You know, the time goes by so quickly. And if you don't enjoy the time that you have while it's going past versus just always, I want to get to that next day and get to that next step. And 
let's try and enjoy those journeys, even though it's sometimes uh, they just really suck and you're tired and hungry and burned out. You don't want to do it, but um, it's really going to make the process so much more meaningful. And we've talked a lot about how we're going to stick to the various goals that we have and learning to love the process is helpful for that. Again, for me, becoming a strength athlete, I love going to the gym and training so much that it's it's not that I'm not looking forward to my powerlifting meets, but uh, they're just icing on the cake. You know, I really love what I'm doing. What we're really talking about here is getting to know yourself and how it is that you tick and what are your motivations and what is it that drives you to love that journey, to do whatever it is that you want to do. It's the key to life, really. Uh, We're talking about specific transformations here, but really it's about anything in life. I tell almost all my patients that I think they should go to therapy. And I'm sure they think I say that because I'm a psychiatrist and because there are therapists that work in my building and I have friends that are therapists, but it's really not. I think all human beings, that includes all of you listening and watching, I think all human beings should be in therapy at some point because it's really about getting to know yourself. And this is what I try to really get across to my patients. We all have this view of therapy that it's going to be like, Uh, really judging what it is that you're doing or how it is that you're thinking and going like, oh, stupid me, how come I do that or I feel that way? Good therapy should not be like that. Good therapy should be, it's why, not not what. It's, It's, okay, so why do I feel that way? Why do I respond that way in that situation? And like I talked about with Uh, collecting data. It's not judging yourself and saying, I'm bad for feeling that way or I'm stupid for doing that. That's not helpful. You want to try to figure out how it is you respond and only from there can you say, why is that? And if I want to change something, uh, how am I going to do that? Only from a place of knowledge can you uh, begin to do that. So like I've said before, be honest with yourself. You're not judging yourself. And then I'm also not saying don't ask for help, but I do want you to have the commitment and the fortitude to work on yourself. Do this hard work. This is the hard stuff we're doing. Uh, This is why I didn't just jump into calories or uh, lifting sets or how to network for your business. We have to do this hard work and lay this groundwork to really get to where we want to go. We're working on inner self as well as outer self, because the inner self we have to live with forever. Our outer self, if our goals are losing weight or building muscle or something like that, that's going to fade, and we all know that. Uh, unfortunately, even even for me, even though I'm uh, I'm loving the way I look compared to how I did uh, you know, two years ago when I was over 100 pounds heavier. So you're doing this work for you. You're not doing this work for other people. I've talked about that before. Remember, each of you is so amazing just the way you are. But if you want to work on this stuff, you need to find these inner motivations that are for yourself and then commit 100% to work towards the goal for you, not for somebody else. There's a thing we talk about in therapy a lot that I want to share here as quickly as I can and then encourage you to do your own uh, research and reading about this. And if you haven't heard of the five languages of love, I want to really recommend that. 
And I am not somebody who likes pop psychology. I think pop psychology is largely crap and it makes me roll my eyes. And when patients talk about like the newfangled thing they heard on NPR or they saw on CNN or, you know, on The Bachelor or something like that, I just roll my eyes and think, oh God, something else. But the five languages of love is something that has really, really changed my life and my practice as a therapist and a psychiatrist. <clears throat> Excuse me. So the book itself is not my favorite. It, it's a little too flowery and religious for my taste. Now, if you like flowery and religious, absolutely read that book. But as funny as it's gonna sound, you can actually go to the Wikipedia page and you will read all about the five different love languages and what they mean, and you can begin to figure out uh, some of the things that you would get from the book without having to just read the whole book. So here are the five love languages. Number one, words of affirmation. Number two, quality time. Number three, physical touch. Number four, gifts. And number five, acts of service. What it comes down to basically is all of us have all five. So if somebody says to you, I am a this, that's wrong. All of us have all five, but there are they come and they're they're ranked obviously. So in some it's you know where this is so one person's got this one number one and that one number two and in different areas of our lives as well. So our personal life versus our work life, things may be different. But again, we're trying to know ourselves and figure out how is it that I tick and how is it that I work to help myself love this journey that I'm going through. So uh, for me, I'm very much a words of affirmation person in my personal life, uh, but in my professional life, I don't really need that as much. You know, uh, so you need to be thinking about uh, what is it that's number one and two, really? Because as you're going through the journey, the kind of feedback that you're going to want to get from other people and from yourself, from a coach, if you work with me or somebody else, uh, it, you have to know what that language is because this is where in couples therapy, as an example, people are often going askew. So uh, classically, uh, women are uh, more in that uh, words of affirmation, uh, which is my number one uh, love language, I admit. And then men are more in that acts of service. So the woman will say, I don't feel like he loves me anymore. And the guy will say, what are you talking about? You know, I, I always fix the cars or I, you know, I, I make money and I, uh, I do all these things around the house. I, I fix this, I fix that. That's me showing that I love you. But if they're not talking the same love language, they're not going to know that. So how does that relate to a transformation? Okay, so let's say that losing weight is your goal, all right? Uh, if you are a physical touch person where that is your number one love language and your partner doesn't recognize that and you don't recognize that about yourself, you might be getting told by that person all the time, wow, you look great. Or they might be uh, buying you new clothes or new jewelry to um, celebrate as you lose weight and you burn fat. But if they're not uh, increasing their physical touch or giving you that touch that you're looking for, uh, you might feel like nobody cares and why am I doing this and I hate this journey, this process sucks, I'm not gonna do this. And so learning those five love languages can be really, really, really helpful. So I wanna encourage you to look at that and, and sort of think about uh, how is it that you respond and that you need to be responded 
too. Uh, if I were doing couples therapy right now, I would be saying you need to know the other people around you's love language, uh, and that is important. But because I'm talking about you loving your own journey and learning about yourself, what I want you to focus on right now are what are my main love languages and then maybe share that with that support system we talked about building so they know how to best support you. I'm going to probably butcher this to death, but I think a goal we all should strive for um, is something that people will talk about called Bushido or the Samurai Code. All right. And there are people that know lots more about this than me. But the way that I understand this, I've done a bunch of reading on this. I think it's really, really fascinating is it has to do with striving for excellence in everything that you do. Okay, and this is big on this journey that we're talking about. If you've ever seen the movie The Last Samurai with Tom Cruise, he, he talks about that a lot, how he watches them not just try to perfect their fighting, but as they how they make tea or how they paint a picture. Um, for those of you that are familiar with Kung Fu, uh, we think of Kung Fu as being a martial art, and it is. It's a fighting style. But those people that are really into Kung Fu will tell you that Kung Fu is actually everything. It's you're striving to be as perfect as you can be at whatever you're doing, whether it's walking the dog or washing the dishes or practicing your martial art or interacting with your children. And so like that's part of this journey. I want you to be improving yourself, not just with the big goals, but with everything that you're doing, you're thinking about achieving excellence in every single step. So that way each day, you can say, well, maybe this part didn't go as well, but man, I really nailed how I talked to that person in the grocery store and was really friendly with them even though I didn't want to be. And that's something you can hold up and say that I did really, really well today. That can really help with keeping things fresh and loving this journey that you're on. It's going to be different for every single person in terms of what does excellence look like. And so I want you to always keep this phrase in your head, okay? Haters are going to hate and naysayers are going to naysay because that's what haters and naysayers do. So they're going to say things like, oh yeah, I mean, you can do whatever, but you'll never be as good of a tennis player as Roger Federer, or you'll never be as good of a singer as uh, Lady Gaga or whoever it is that you like. That may be true. It may not be true. And I want you to keep that in mind. It may not be true. But let's say it is true. You absolutely can become the best you that you can be. And that's really all that we're, all that we can ask of ourselves. So I want you to be thinking about that Bushido code, thinking about that samurai code, and really trying to like awaken that inner warrior inside of you as you're going on this journey and figuring out these goals and sort of thinking about, okay, so, um, you know, what are little things I can do on the journey? And, and if that big thing didn't go all that well today, what are little things that I did well? I'll tell you, my workout today was not all that strong. Um, as I look back at my numbers, I think I was more tired. Um, it just, it wasn't the best workout I've ever had. But man, I know I nailed my deadlifts today. My form was great. It felt great off the floor. Um, I nailed that part. That was my excellence in my workout today, okay? Now, I, don't, I wanna be clear here, okay? I don't want you to fall 
into the trap of saying, well, the best I could do today was this, and so whatever, I'm just gonna slack and not do it. No, 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 no. And remember, you're only cheating yourself if you do something like that. So be honest with yourself. Maybe tomorrow you have to uh, push yourself harder because you're being accountable to yourself and you're saying, okay, that really wasn't the best that I could do today, so tomorrow I'm gonna do better. But um, remember, your A-level work today might be your B-level work tomorrow. You know, you got into a fight with your spouse, your your boss is uh, is on your butt about something, you didn't get as much sleep. Your goal is to do as best you can on that day and strive for the best you can be following that Bushido code, striving for excellence, um, looking about the feedback we talked about, like how, how am I giving feedback, how am I getting feedback, this is all going to help you along that journey, all right? I want to address something kind of quickly, but um, I think it's so profound. And there are people, again, remember the haters and naysayers, who are going to tell you it's selfish to pursue some of these goals. And that can really throw you off on your journey. And, and it can make you not love the journey as much if you spend a lot of time listening to those people. Because they're going to sort of veil this like they're trying to help you. And it's like, hey, you know, um, uh, I don't really know why you're doing this. Or, uh, you know, are you really sure that you want to whatever? That's them being haters and naysayers. I'm not saying don't listen to them and reevaluate what you're doing and how you're doing it. But we've already done our planning process, right? We've already made our goals and they're definable and measurable. We've been collecting our data. We've been checking ourselves. We've been using our support system. So don't let them knock you off there too much. But let's, let's address the bigger issue. Any transformation, whether it's losing weight, building muscle, building a business, uh, more time with your family, uh, more time by yourself to you then think it's gonna make you better in whatever else you're doing. Is it selfish? It can be, okay, it can be, but it doesn't have to be. The, the goal is not selfish in and of itself. I don't care what anybody says, even if it's, you know, oh, well, how selfish, you wanna be a, a, a model in magazines, have everybody look at you and think that you look sexy and that's so selfish. And not necessarily, a person can be selfish. Uh, a pursuit is not inherently selfish. Uh, so it doesn't have to be selfish. And, and one of those things that makes the difference is how you frame it. Okay, we talked about that, right? How you're going to frame it. So I want you to come from this place of compassion. It's why I talked about the love languages. It's why I tell you with every podcast that you don't have to change if you don't want to. That I'm here to tell you there's never been anybody like you on this world. There never will be again. You know, but at the same time, a lot of us want to be the best version of ourselves that we can be. And that is a very, very worthwhile pursuit. So rather than say things like, I hate myself, or thinking to yourself, I hate my body, or, um, you know, I hate my job, or I, I, I hate the way that I interact with my family, and oh, you know, why am I doing it this way? Remember back to that therapy thing about it's not about, oh, stupid me, or judging yourself. You look at it as, I'm doing this because I love myself, right? So I love myself enough to eat right, because then I'm caring for my body. 
And that means that I'm going to have more time with my kids and grandkids. It means I'm going to have uh, this, this healthier life where I can be more active. Um, I love myself enough to do this workout. Not I hate myself because I ate a bunch of Oreo cookies and now I've got to jump on a treadmill. No, no, no. That's not going to get you the place that you want to go. If it were going to do that, you'd be there already. You wouldn't be listening to this because you would have already through hatred and self-doubt and depression and, and beating up on yourself, you would have already gotten there and you're not. So try to flip the script. And as you're loving the journey, love yourself at each stage of the journey as you're going along. I care for myself enough I'm going to eat right and exercise. I care for myself enough that I'm going to meditate. That way the stress doesn't get in the way of me being the best mother, father, brother, sister, etc. that I can be. I care about my family enough that I'm going to take this time to study hard for my degree or build my business or get a promotion. Uh, It's not me being selfish that I want to be the boss. I love my family enough that I'm going to put in this work to make myself happier and provide better for them. It's so much better to frame it that way. Just try on that particular uh, mindset for a while and just look through those glasses and see how the world looks. I can almost guarantee you 100% you're going to love the way that looks versus the more judgmental way. I'm going to say it again in another way because I think it's so important that I want you to be committed 100% within the context of your life, whatever that means to you on that given day. So your 100% may not be somebody else's 100%. Your 100% may be their 50%. So then even though they worked at your level that day, they were slacking and you weren't. Or your 100% may be somebody's 150%. So just like I'm saying, don't listen to the haters and naysayers. Don't you then be a hater and a naysayer in somebody else's life. Don't be that stumbling block. You see somebody not doing as well as you are on a given day or a given week or a given month. Maybe you help them with a transformation. Maybe they are slacking. Maybe they don't have the foundation that uh, you have because you listened to this podcast or because you got a coach or something like that. You could always um, send them a podcast uh, link or you could send them over to my website or give them my email. Shameless self-plug there. But anyway, um, just remember you're going on your own journey, but if you can help them love their own journey, that's going to be a really meaningful thing. And helping others along the way is really going to help you love your own journey. So don't you judge them and don't you let them judge you. Okay. So thanks so much for listening. I uh, I appreciate you letting me step out of what was my plan podcast number four to kind of just talk about this. You know, I've been thinking about it so much again in my own life uh, with my goals that are diet related and workout related and family related. And I've just really wanted to share this with you as the new year comes up and as we all begin these journeys into 2019, whatever that looks like for us, we want to make sure we're loving ourselves and loving the journey with every single step. So you've been patient enough. That is time for our uh, fact or crap answer. 
So remember, it was um, the thing we're trying to decide is sushi is a popular style of food preparation that means raw food in Japanese. So what do you think? Fact or crap? The answer is crap. That is not true. Sushi actually just means vinegared rice and uh, it can be served as cooked or uncooked. So um, that actually is uh, not the right definition of that. So uh, again, thanks so much for uh, listening. I hope you all had a great time. Uh, and please do get in touch with me. Again, email is uh, probably the best way right now, adamwoodsmd at gmail.com. Instagram, at adamwoodsmd. Please do follow me there. Feel free to DM me on Instagram whenever you want. Uh, keep your eyes on YouTube uh, if you're listening to the podcast versus watching the video. And uh, if you are watching on Facebook, please, please, please like and subscribe and hit the notification bell so you know when a new podcast or a YouTube video is put up there. Uh, the way YouTube's running right now, uh, you might as well uh, hit the notification bell or subscribing is not really doing all that much. Uh, so please do both of those things. Um, if you're on a podcast forum and uh, it's safe for you to do so, please do leave me a review. Uh, it helps other people to uh, see the podcast as it rises in the rankings. And then tell me what are some topics that you want me to cover. If you're watching on YouTube, leave me a comment. What are some things that you do to love the journey that you're on? What are your questions about um, whether it's samurai code or it's love languages or what are some things that you find to be stumbling blocks when you're going through things like this? I really want to hear from you guys. Uh, I can't wait to begin engaging with you all uh, in the variety of formats we're going to use, answering your questions, uh, doing videos and podcasts on topics that you want to hear. Uh, I really would like to get into doing interviews on the podcast. So who are some people that you would like to hear from that are kind of on these, uh, about these topics? I'll do the best I can to try to interview those people. And uh, yeah, so hope the new year is going great. Thank you so much for listening. And I will see you on the next Real Transformation podcast.